Uh, yes, I can. Oh, God damn it, man. Well, I about <laughs> throw this laptop through the window, boy. I ain't even lying to you. Apparently, maybe I just I got to be live or something before I can bring you guys on. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see if Maurice can come on now. Uh, yeah, because the people I just got a notification myself, so people probably gonna start getting them. Yeah. <sighs> see, I'm not Let me see. You all right today? I'm doing good today. All right. Can, so can you see the, um, you know, the stuff to bring on, right, for the people? You can see that and control that. No, I can't. And I even tried to play around with it last night and. I don't get um, that access. Ain't that about a bit. It says that all I can do is block people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a start, dear. <laughs> okay, let me see. Maurice can hear us talking, so he's the third one in the room. Maurice, why I can't bring you on in? I think he might need to call in. Yeah, I know last time he tried to do it and it was like a little ringing phone or something and I got him in, but all right, Maurice, I'm trying to figure this out. See, this is what happened when you let me run the keyboard, so this ain't good. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't have nothing to bring. There you go. Okay. Enter the live show. You can't see nothing in on your side. Huh, Unique? Goddamn, Unique? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm sorry. I got a phone call. What? Okay, no problem. Boy, once again, I'm going to throw this laptop through the window. I'm Don't sorry. Mind. It ain't you. I'm just trying to see how to bring him on because it's, it's saying he's pretty much there. So. All right, let's just do it the old school way, goddamn. Okay, he was like, "There we, there we go." All right, there we go. Hello. Oh. Hello. All right. Maurice, can you hear me now? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Ah, oh, goddamn it! All right, there we go. <laughs> oh, I guess you have to go through the app. I thought you. So I was going through the website. Oh, the okay, app. okay, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's why. I saw, yeah, on Pod Bean, you got to go through the app, but. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. okay. Good boy. I was about boy. When I tell you, I was about to throw this thing through the window. <laughs> uh, so still got a few problem. minutes. So I, uh, before we get started, I was just trying to do a little quick little check here, man, and make sure I got everything. Because okay. uh, my biggest thing is, I want them to be able to call in and talk or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you know me, Maurice. Now you know I get a little hood, so you may have my dogs and stuff walking <laughs> my wife walking in and thumping me and stuff. So y'all just wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta hook you up with my one of my clients, Derek. Next time Derek go to Atlanta, I'm gonna tell him to look up Tyran. <laughs> <laughs> tell him to do it, man. I give me something to do. Derek and you is like talking to the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> Derek was the school principal. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. So he, <laughs> he like me. He's been dealing with people so much. He like, I, yeah. ain't, I ain't got time to be yeah. politically correct and all this, man. Get the hell out of my face. Nah, man. Yeah. 
It's funny though, because he, like, he'll come to your house, like, if he see anything related to school, it's like a, a switch go off. He's like, okay, that's that's this right here. And, <laughs> but he don't even do it no more, man. He quit and went full time. He was making so much money, like, doing Airbnb in Nashville. Mm. So about two years ago, he quit and just started building properties, Airbnb them out, bringing in investors. I mean, he's doing the whole thing, man. You know, he's he's a uh, he's right on top. It's like it's like catching the wave in Atlanta in the '90s, right before the Olympics, and right. Right, right. That's kind of, that's kind of what he's doing in Nashville. <laughs> he's just riding the whole wave. And uh, hey bro, I was he here. Talks, he I, I was here in Atlanta when that kicked off, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Man, I was like, dude. Like, you know, every year we go back to home. I'm at the Tennessee State. So every year we come back to Hong Kong, folks like, man, I should have, would have, could have. I'm like, Eric, you did. You know? Yeah. <laughs> man. Here's what you want to know something crazy, bro? I literally, <clears throat> I literally, that's why I'm probably digging around with all these controls now. So my buddy put me on with one of our other hometown buddies who's out here, uh-huh. here in Atlanta. And uh, he was like, man, he got all this property because uh, my buddy's bringing him uh, cows today for his property. So he was like, bro, you need to go see his property. Like, you'll be proud. <clears throat> man, I went out there. This dude got so many acres. Uh, he got event centers on his property. He, I mean, it's just crazy. And this is a dude from the hood. You know, <laughs> like, like, he's like me. We from the same whole town, chewed the same dirt. He's just three, four years older than me. But... We walking around and we looking at his property and we talking. And he's just like, man, this is so easy. You know, we were talking about life in general, but he was like, man, I didn't. He didn't been to prison for eight years. Mm. Get out of prison and then he get out and he started, you know, basically hustling. He met his wife who, she was military. You know what I'm saying? And she's hustling. And look at what they had. I was just like, boy, this is crazy. This is. This is it's crazy because now we try to tell people how easy it is and they swear for Lord to us. We lying and we making this stuff up. Oh, no, I believe you, man. I got some. I say at least one of my most successful clients. Now, he's actually a little more refined than you, but you can see it bubbling under the surface. Like, you uh-huh. know, like, like, and I bet when he is on the because he run one of them Amazon delivery centers, I bet when he is on the job, I've heard he's like my uncle. Like, it's just. You know, when you're working with people, like you said, you can only be PC for so long to get your Man. point across. And then you Man. just, I mean, I see that with my own team, especially <laughs> these millennials, man. Like, I'm like, this man asked me for like, can I get partnership in the company? I'm like, dude, <laughs> you know, I'm like, so, but, but what I was gonna say was one of my um, more successful clients, like, he, he, you know, I, th- I think he went to college, but he dropped out, but you know, he was delivering beer. <laughs> you know, mm. and then, um, yeah, and then he ran into a dude who put him on with some subways, and then they took that and they ran with that, and then um, he said, "I'm gonna do this Amazon thing." And I'm like, "I don't know, man. Amazon's a, a cutthroat business partner." Right. But whatever, what they did was they were finding the best operators, and then they just kept feeding him routes. Like this dude buying a Lamborghini, mm. you know, truck. You know, like he's he's on that fast. His balance sheet went through the roof. Now I don't know how long it's gonna last. And I tell him, like, okay, it's Amazon now. Amazon and Walmart are the same company. One one is online and one's brick and mortar. But they are right, always right. looking to cut that line. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, he he, you know, he just straight up, you know, he he just making it happen. I mean, it's a lot of degrees running around. 
Yeah. But, um, yeah. killing it, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, I, when I tell you, <clears throat> it's it's so dope, man. And when you see people do that, because mm-hmm. it's like like with even with him, I'm like, man, people keep telling me how lucky I am and how blessed I am. And granted, don't don't get it twisted. I know, oh, man, I know where you're going. Go ahead and say it. Yeah, I yeah, but, I know where you're going. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, man, this shit come with hard. Thank you, man. I don't want to hear nothing about no blessings. I don't want to hear nothing about nothing. You my nigga. You my nigga. Bro, hey, man, I I get so mad because uh, somebody, they hit me with something the other day, and it's like, hey, you need to make sure you get God his praises. and do, who, who the hell you think I've been praying to this whole time? But God ain't finna reward an idiot sitting on the couch. Oh, no, he ain't, man. man. He ain't. He said he was not working dead, so what <laughs> People need to hear. See, now I tell my wife, I can tell when I talk to some of these people, I'm like, you ain't you ain't never had a grandma, have you? You ain't never had a granddad, because my grandma and granddad will whoop your ass you sitting on the couch for too long. You gotta get your butt up and do something. You know, most people want to get grown, so they ain't gotta do that no more. But those principles and stuff was a reason. You did so now when you get out here in the severe, you're like, why well, not severe? But would you get out here in the regular world, you apply the same principles that grandma and granddad taught you wow you're doing everything else you can't help but win yeah dude yeah it's like man, i was even you know you got to do it different with i don't know how old your kids well your kids are still like you got one that's like over 20 or you're are they all teens now uh well my my let me see my oldest and my middle they're in the 20s then i got one that's 11. okay okay so you kind of like got the you know like preparing a little bit different, you know, mm-hmm. now than maybe in the old days. So I got a daughter, you know, I got daughters and um one of them's really in the art. And I was telling her, I said, like I check in with her and I said, the reason why I want you to have milestones is if you want to make a, a business out of this, hmm. you gotta you gotta go out of just having fun and, and having progress. And so she took it all in, man. A week later, man, she's like, This is what I'm doing, this is where I'm at. And she said, I'm even checking in with my friends and telling them what's upcoming. I said, you see what I was talking about, about having milestones? She's like, yeah. So it's just like, you know, that's the hard work. So, so mm-hmm. most people are like, hey, just have a little fun. Now we're making it a job. And I said, I don't want to take the joy away from you, but the only way you're going to truly get to do this after 18 is if you're running it like a business. <laughs> you know, and so, uh, but man, I'm going to go back to that blessed thing. When the pandemic started, my parents kept saying, well, you just, you blessed to be able to, you know, be at home with your kids and I was like, I said, this is a choice. But I dropped out of Chrysler. And like, I was at Delta Airlines. I, I used to walk around Delta Airlines in the hangar. I'm like, man, this can't be where I'm headed. I'm going to be here for 30 years. And I was in the hangar. I was an engineer, but they had me in the hangar. You know? And so, and I was like, I just, just I just think I'm better than this. I mean, just yeah. straight up. You know? Yes. So, yes. You know, and so, I, man, I tell people all the time, when you go down my line of work, don't let Ramsey and Susie Orman fool you. This is a hard line of work. You take a step back, like you lose all your respect, you turn into a salesman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, I said, I struggle to get here. Like, I'm like, no, I, I earned this. And I believe that, man, I look at God as a parent. We call him Father. Thank, it, it, thank you. You know, I don't, God don't need me telling him how great he is, and I ain't doing thank that. You. I mean, he know he's great. I mean, we say all the time, God is God all by himself, right? I'm sitting here, I said, look at it like this. If your kids just came and told you, man, dad, you awesome. Hey, here's 10% of what I made. And that's all they did. You'd be like, man, when you gonna do something, man? When you gonna do something? And the faith that people miss is the faith in what God gave. That's the 
biggest thing that people if you believe in yourself as much as God believe in you you'd be awesome (laughs) you you know so then people be misusing the religion like you know I'm gonna pray to God like he already gave you the gifts and he brought your A-double-S in America because that's what I was gonna say about your boy and I know it's not normal for black folks to quote unquote be overly patriotic I get that that's kind of a stereotype but man them other countries, it's hard to come up from the dirt. You know what I mean? You are strategically locked down. You know what I mean? You, you got to kill your way up. You know what I mean? In this country, you can find the land and rock it. I mean, I mean, as bad as it is, you can still get it, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not hard, Maurice. My buddy came to my house the other day. Now, he's retired military just like mm. me. He just retired, mm. I think, last year. I retired in 13. Mm-hmm. He literally, we sat out here, we sat out back on my porch. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Now, he's from the ghetto of Florida. I'm from the ghetto of Illinois. We met okay. in the military. We ain't mm-hmm. got nothing but the Marine Corps knowledge, you dig? <laughs> so we sat in the back, and it was so funny because we laughed at how easy, like, life is. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so we like, man, life is so easy. Now, it's dealing with the idiots in life that makes it yeah. hard. But yeah. as far as life go, his phone is pinging more than my phone is pinging. <laughs> Every time it pings, it's a $1,000 mm-hmm. transaction. It's a thousand dollar check, and it's pinging like text messages. It's pinging so much that my little few pings here and there, I was getting mad. Like, <laughs> like put me on. But we we laughed about it because he's just like he found what he was good at, just like me. Yep. And you, he maximized it. He went hard at it. Yep. So yep. his his yep. job is, and we literally sit on the back and make money, bro. Yep. We don't yep. have a brick and mortar. We don't yep. have none but a cell phone. Yep. So yep. that's why when I tell people now, when they tell me how hard it is, I'm like, bro, no, nah, I'm, I'm not going to buy it because nope. I have a street knowledge and a culinary degree. That is it. <laughs> how in the hell? How in the hell you got a master's degree and you finna tell me that life is hard and I'm living every bit of my dream. Every bit of it. Yeah. So no. Wow. Nah, they just wow. like to hear that mama mentality. They like to make posts about it, but nobody uh, lives it. No, nah, I live it. Nah, I live nah, it, bro. So nah, Kobe, that's what made me Kobe. I mean, he was just you talking about yeah, that dude believing himself to the ultimate degree. <laughs> but Maurice, the thing that get me, because I see now I'm die hard Kobe, but the thing that get me is between Kobe, LeBron, Michael Jordan, Lil Wayne, everybody uh, who's who's on the status, they all say it. I just wanted to be the best. Man. That's it. They ain't magical. That the fact that they can shoot a three point and and dunk comes from yeah. their hard work, but their yeah. ethic, their work ethic was killer. Killer, killer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you gotta you. You just gotta be killer. So I, I don't want to ramble too much, man, because I know yeah. you got money to make. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I told most of these clowns they can they can call in and they can ask you whatever questions, but mm-hmm. I also told them if they call in, and, I mean if they don't call in, then hell, I'm gonna use this time for me. So, <laughs> but I, I do have a young lady on the phone. Uh, she okay. helps me. Well, not on the phone, but on here. Uh, that helps me. Her name is Unique. Unique, can you hear me? Yes, I, I can. I don't know. She might be muted or something. Can you hear, hear me? Okay, there you go. We can hear you now. We can hear hey. you. Uh, Unique, I didn't know uh, before I get started or anything, like maybe you had some questions. Maurice is a um, financial advisor. At, uh, what is it? Wil- Wilson Wealth, right, Maurice? Yes, sir. Wilson yeah, Wealth. It, I, I, I don't know, but if you had any questions you ever want to ask a financial advisor, you got them since nobody else is goddamn hitting up. So I'm going to let you have the floor and before I take it, if you got anything. 
I actually don't have any questions right now, but I'm excited to listening to the gems that you're dropping today. Okay. Uh, thank you. All right. Thank you. I'm well, Maurice, I, I'm going to ask you then, and I'm going to see if I can pull this up while we talk. I'm going to see if I can pull up my E-Trade, right? And I know, I think you deal with, well, I know you say you got all platforms, but I know one of the questions I wanted to ask is, like, how, how do you find specifics? Like, what do you look at in a company before you invest into them? So, oh. so I like to at least and, and, on some level understand understand. Mm -hmm. uh, understand the company. Am I coming through okay? Yeah, yeah, you're coming through. We probably got Can a little slight delay, but you're good, bro. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, make sure I have my phone. Yeah, so I like to understand the company. Okay. And... So if I understand the company, I can understand why it's going to dominate or heavily influence the industry it's in. And that helps to make me uh, more motivated to to invest in it. So, I mean, we, you're basically looking for a company that's going to, as you said earlier, be the best or at least compete. Uh, and so you just take an industry like shoe wear or athletic apparel. Well, we know that's Nike. They've had some competitors, but it's been Nike for a, a very long time. So then I just get into technicals right. and to, to find good entry points. Um, some people like to separate into what's called fundamental and technical analysis. I like to combine them uh, to arrive at a good decision. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, man, and of course my account don't want to open up on this, but I'm trying to talk to you. Mm -hmm. See if I can do my phone. And I guess the thing, because I know one of the things I wanted to learn is when, when I'm looking at a stock, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Just just work with me. Let me see if I can get this open. Mm -hmm. uh, reading the particular numbers, meaning. All right, let's take Clubhouse, for instance. So if I go on there and you got the. OK, so market cap, let's say Clubhouse is one point three, no, one point thirty two billion. Market cap mm -hmm. means exactly what? That's what they have to to make or that's what they have to spend? Yeah, so market cap is the number of shares that a company has that you can invest, uh, what some people call the float. Um, it's the number of shares times that current stock price. And that together creates a company's market capitalization. Mm -hmm. uh, and so the reason it's market capitalization is that is tied to the market value. So it's gonna fluctuate all day. Generally though, it stays in a certain range and that's where you get large cap, small cap and mid cap. And so, uh, and so, and now we're into mega caps. Your trillion dollar companies are mega caps. Mm. Uh, and so that's why they'll say like Apple's a trillion dollar, multi-trillion, Amazon, uh, those are mega cap companies and it's just a capitalization. Mm. Okay. All right. Because I, 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 I see uh, some, cause so more, some mornings when I'm on stuff, they'll talk about it. And it's like, well, you got to look at their, I don't know if it shares, it's, it's different things. And I'm like, man, I don't know how to read that crap. <laughs> so, so I've been, I've been, I've been trying to read it mostly because I, I want to understand. Um, and I think I was reading some and it was saying, I think in the future, cars, like if you, if you're gas powered, and now when I say in the future, I mean in like in the next I know it's under 10 years, I think. 
and okay. maybe 2030, maybe 2035. But anyway, like gas power cars are going to be, it's either going to be taxed. They basically trying to push them out. Right. You know what I'm saying? And push more to the electric vehicle side. So if you know that, like, how do you find the right one? I mean, I know, and then I know that's hard if that makes sense, but how do you find the company that goes, okay, I'm liking their numbers? Because that part I'm still trying to learn how to read. Yeah, so right. So it helps to know a little bit of history of the auto industry. We are now as close to where we were in the early 1900s as we've ever been in the auto industry. There is no real big three in the auto industry as it pertains to the future of the auto industry. Um, and so people don't remember this, but the auto industry worked very hard to keep Tesla from operating like a regular car company. <laughs> and so, mm. because they could see we, they weren't up to speed on what was coming. Um, also keep in mind the auto industry suppressed the electric car for a very long time. So I'm just saying that to say, there are tons of players now in this field and really you need your hand or your dollars in I would say almost all of them until the clear winners start to develop. And this is where fractional shares are going to really help out. So right. what I, yeah, I mean, and basically I would set up, I mean, I know of at least 10 that we're kind of in, but you know, I would set up like a, a grid, <laughs> you know, right. I want the battery makers, the cars, right. you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> And I would just say, OK, I'm going to allocate X amount of dollars to the whole electronic vehicle until I can kind of discern who the winner is. And you can just divide it. If, you, if you're going to put a thousand in, divide it by the number of players and just watch those numbers. I like if you want to very, very particular, I prefer if you do it with like ten dollars, a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars. And here's why. If I put ten dollars in a, in a stock and it goes to fifteen dollars. I know that that stock went up 50%. Mm-hmm. So I can see instantly without having to do math, like, okay, that, that thing's taking off. Let me feed it some more. Let me, let me give it some more money and see what happens next. Conversely, if it drops down to seven or five, I know it's down 30%, 50%. I need to look and see why that happened. Is this one of the losers I need to cut or is this a buying opportunity? Mm-hmm. And that's how you jump into EV or electronic vehicles. What, what's important to know is it's so early. Like they are, it's like there's going to be mergers and acquisitions. There's going to be failures, mm-hmm. new technology. Mm-hmm. We don't even have the infrastructure out. So we're like, you know, we're like, uh, you know, like if you watch some old 1930s movies, you know, they got the, they got to crank the engine sometimes. Like we're, we're not even there. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, not, we're not even at that point with the car. Like, I mean, we don't even, you know, so it's, it's early. So this is, this is a, like, what electronic vehicles are, as much as everybody gets hype about marijuana and Bitcoin, mm-hmm. electronic vehicles are the same type of opportunity. You know, you know, it's just that they never outlawed electronic vehicles and mm-hmm. they're, they're not thinking about making it the main currency. It is the future. So, you you know, without a doubt, somebody's going to win. The, it's like the Super Bowl. Somebody's going to win this game and you yeah. have to be to participate in that. Yeah, bro. It's, it's, it's funny you say that because that's so even though I don't know what I'm doing. I've made a lot of money by right. not knowing what the hell I'm doing, right? <laughs> right but right. but I read, I read continuously, I research continuously, and that's that's what I always tell people. Look, you may not have money right now, 
But eventually, you're going to have to get an electric car if you stay alive long enough. Basically. Catch, you know, do your homework. Find these companies that are small. Don't try right. to use the stock market to get rich. Use right. it for certain items. So invest right. into maybe this car company because you truly love them. You're loving what they're doing. Use them as a bank. So now when they blow up, they just mm -hmm. paid you money to go buy your electric Basically. car that you're going to need. Basically. Basically. Yeah, and you don't, you don't have to work so hard, but people... They make the stock market so hard that it's like, man, it, it's almost hard to teach. It is a lot of stuff in there. But the, the fact, what is it called? I think the saying is the more you learn, the more you earn. Mm -hmm. I, think, yeah. I know a lot of people say that. And that mean, and I know for me, that means the more you research, the more you could do. Because like you say, the the, the EV car game it, it's, it's coming. So whether yes. you for it or whether you against it, don't matter. Mm -hmm. It's coming. Why oh, not yeah. just do your homework and get paid off of it and make them pay for your electric car? <laughs> this is true. Yeah, yeah. This is the easiest time to, to get in the market in history. You know, okay. In history. So, so if a person tells you, "Well, I thought about investing, but I don't want to do it because I hear the market's going to crash, or the market's going to crash, or I'll lose my money," like, what do you say to them? Yeah. Um, just you know, again, not to beat a dead horse, uh, the fractional investing. Just okay. put the same dollar amount in every week, and the market will tell you. If it's going to like, you don't like everybody wants to predict the market. Uh, I think I was talking to you one time. There's only one truth on the market. It's either up or down. Right. There's no opinion. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, there's, there's, you know, like, like it's just so it's going to tell you, hey, I am actually going down now. You don't have to predict it. You know, until then, right. business as usual, because if it's not going down, it's going up. So every day you think it's going down and it went up, you're losing money. <laughs> you know, I'd rather I'd rather put my thumb or my money where the market's, you know, going right you know, while it's going up. And then when it starts to go down, OK, I can pause because when it goes down, you actually start to get rich. People don't understand. You don't want to buy at the high right. You, you, you want to on sale. Oh, buy. Yes, it's on sale. It's on sale. That's that's the irony of the market. I mean, people always want to get in on the hood right before it gets gentrified. Oh, man, I missed it. Like the market gentrifies about every eight to ten years, <laughs> you know, like, you know, and it's open to everybody. They can't force you out. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Man, Maurice, I have been trying to put this in our people here because I'm steady telling them like, y'all in the hood are willing to rob somebody over shoes, not knowing that this market can give you enough money to open a shoe store. You just use it as one of your avenues and learn how to do it, and all you got to do is read. You just need a little bit of money. You don't need a yeah. lot. So, yeah, like you say, with fractional shares, that that's a game changer, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a like right now. I think right was there. I see my sister now. Gwen, I see you. And, and if you want to call in and ask some stuff, y'all got got to have a pie bean app and uh, hit them up. But I, I tell all of them fractional shares is the best thing in the world, because like you just said, you could do one hundred dollars, five dollars, 20. You could do whatever to test it until you learn oh, yeah. what you're doing. Now, when you learn what you're doing, shit, it's great. So now that the market is on sale, I would be, man, I mean, when the market crashed, I'd be in there like with a picnic basket, just picking up stuff, you know, just, <laughs> buying, you know, stocks that you did your homework on, but that's what you want. Well, the irony of the market is people, particularly our people, are convinced. I think there's a certain theme in our community. We want to believe in things that we can't do. And I get it. It, it, it comes from over, you know, four or five centuries of programming. Um, but 
real estate is tougher than the stock market. You you, right. you can't really make many mistakes in real estate. You got to get the location right. Finances mm-hmm. got to line up. Zoning's got to line up. Contractors got to line up. Buyers got to line up. Lenders, it's a, so much has got to line up. And if you're wrong, you stuck and you got to unload it. In right. the market, you just got to click a button. Like, and what I notice about investors, black or white, Indian, whatever, is that if something's making money, all that financial literacy stuff go out the window. Case in point, cryptocurrency and marijuana stocks. As soon as people know what's going up, hey man, let me get it. Let me get yep. it. What, what's yep. Ethereum? What's Dogecoin? You yep. know what? Yep. What's like, you know, this, they just buy. Yeah, it's FOMO. It's all FOMO. It's like yep. you want to get in, and that FOMO is going to come. Like last year was Tesla. You know, who knows what the stock's going to be this year? But it's just you know, get out of your own way. Like, you know, so, you know, and it'll tell you again, going back to one truth, it'll let you know pretty quickly. Hey, don't put your money here. That's what I've been, man, I've been trying to tell people. And, and, and I just want to say, Linnell, I saw you. I couldn't, I didn't want to cut Maurice off. So if you got a question, come on, ring that bitch back and I'll put you on. But yeah, man, I just, I don't know, man. I just been trying to teach him because I'm so tired of people telling me, you know, you're lucky and you're blessed. And I'm like, you don't you don't see the different like bro Maurice, I study so much. Every my wife made me go to bed. Like I'm six years old. She take my iPad from me, like that's enough. Cause I'm constantly going, but I ain't finna rap about me. Let me see if I can bring it to you quick. Hold on. Uh, all right there, Linnell. You sure can you hear me? Hello. There we go. You can see. All right, bro. Tinky Wingy. You own and it got Maurice on, so he's all yours. All right. Thank you so much for um, having this podcast. I have learned a lot today and a whole lot yesterday. But my question, um, some of the stuff that you were referring to yesterday kind of went over my head um, as far as vocabulary. So my question is, do you have um, maybe a certain book or certain collection of books that you would uh, recommend someone that's just a beginner so that I could understand what was exactly what you're talking about? Uh, yeah, is this for me or are you telling? Um, yeah, no, no, for you, bro. Um, yeah, I would just, you know, I would go straight to the Investopedia or Motley Fool or fool.com, F-O-O-L.com. Um, I like Investopedia because they give you a lot of definitions. Uh, you don't have to go out and buy a book. Um, and then I like Fool because Fool gives you a lot of articles that they've written for beginner investors. Um, so the combination of those two, and if you wanted a book, I personally have Investing for Dummies. So I'm not saying that because of you. I personally have that book. That was one of the first books I got, and you can use that book as well. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I see unique, unique. Uh, I think she dropped it in the chat too, there, Tink. So, just in case you didn't write it down, I believe it's in there. I, I don't know if you still there, Tink. Can I throw one more thing out? If you just yeah. ask Siri or whoever, I mean, I, I swear, like, these digital assistants, just ask them. Like, they will, they will tell you too. I, mean, I, I kid you not. Like, I do it with my daughters all the time. Like, hey, okay, what's this? What's that? So it, it's it's definitely at your fingertips. Okay, let's see, and I'm I'm trying to get it down too. <laughs> All right, I don't All know right. if she can, can hear, you hear me. me. Yeah, you can hear you now. Can, 
Oh, okay, you can ask saying something about mute. And my other question was, um, what do you have to say? And this can go for both of you all. Um, I am a good old country girl. <laughs> Always have been proud of it. Um, but it's it's different and it's difficult to kind of get out of that country mindset. Or I think you were talking about the hood mindset yesterday. But I mean, it, it, it's the same. So what what advice do you have? Like I'm listening to my Les Browns. Um, I'm scripting. I'm doing my manifesting stuff. What what other things would you recommend as far as just getting your mind right? Because I understand that if you don't, you know, you I can listen to you all day, but if my mind's not right, then it's kind of. Take insane. that one, Maurice. Oh, you want? Oh, oh, hey, action. <laughs> what I tell what I tell my clients. Um, it's a different situation. What I, just because you stand in a garage don't make you a car. You are what you do. <laughs> you know, so you know, so you know, so you can be in the hood, but it's what you do in the hood or the country. Excuse me. And and all black folks are from the country. We know that, right? That's where they had us at. And I, I got property in the country, but it's literally what you do. And so, anybody who started a new diet or a new exercise regimen, that first day is always hard. Even in high school, first day of track practice. If you really went hard, you go on the grass, right? <laughs> you, you know, you 17, 18, you, you young and you still got to adjust. There's always an adjustment period, but it starts with day one. And, you know, if day one is easy, you're doing the wrong thing. It's got to be hard. Thank if it's hard, you. that means you're doing something right. <laughs> you know, so, so yeah, if, it, if it, you got it's got to be something you don't want to do until it starts paying you. Because as you've heard before, if nothing changes, nothing changes. So, um, so yeah, it's just that everybody starts with day one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I gotta say, <clears throat> to even just piggyback off of that is, it, it's kind of like no matter what you want to do, there's avenues of learning out there. Meaning, prime example, I didn't know how to act, but with a simple $2 bet with my kids that I bet I can get on TV, <laughs> that's what we made. And all I did was start Googling and I started YouTubing like a madman. Because mm -hmm. no matter what you want to do, somebody out there doing it. So every time I would do something, I would write down what I did because tomorrow I have to go harder than I did yesterday. I don't I don't care what it is, whether it was cooking, whether it was sweeping the floor, whether it was what I just wanted to be better at it the next day. And I think when you take that that mindset with you, like shit just gonna start falling out the sky. Sometimes you're like, damn, I, I like me, I just wanted to get on TV. Next thing you know, I'm on Walking Dead. I'm next to Sonara Latham. So you know, I'm really talking crap to my kids. We just had a bet for two dollars. So I, I just think, as long as you maximize every day to to like the fullest, I, I think it'll work out. Yeah, definitely. Ah. definitely. So I don't know. Think did that answer your question? Got another? <laughs> Well, I won't be greedy if it's somebody else on no, the line. No, ain't, ain't nobody else calling you. in. So I told you, don't nobody else call you. You shit. You got them all to yourself. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, how do I? So how do I get in contact with you as far as making appointments? Right. And then what am I expecting when I walk through the door? Like I don't want to come and expect to speak to you and then. Yeah, <laughs> not, not I got to. <laughs> <laughs> Maurice, if I can interject, Tink, now okay. let me save you some trauma. I, I thought I could sit with Maurice too. Oh, Maurice no. Maurice got a heavy no. price tag to walk through the door now. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
<laughs> you might just want to talk to me on this when you talk to him right now. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, you know, now. I had some little little trust issues, so I didn't want to come thinking, okay, I'm going to talk to him, and then it's somebody <laughs> else show up, and I'm looking like, what? <laughs> You so just go ahead on the forewoman. What what's the process as far as getting into um, you know, into business? You know, just give me a email me. Um and uh I can give you my email now and then we'll just take it from there. Uh, you know. But I won't I definitely won't leave you out there by yourself. Uh so now, now but you got your podcast, Maurice. please tell about that. Oh yeah. Um so we got two. Um the wealth equation, we're on Podbean too. Um, so the wealth equation is one where I do a, a bit more about investing. And then we have the Wilson Wealth Show where we cover a number of, of topics. Um, it's not always investing, but we like this month we're doing Women's Month starting in March. Uh, last week we did HBCUs talking about the value of, uh, you know, basically just how much to me, affordable black college education is and you can still get all the benefits of a majority school uh, and a better network. So we talk about a number of things that are tied to money on the Wilson Wells show. But for straight up education, the wealth equation is uh, how you can find me. And then, of course, uh, you know, Maurice at WilsonWealth.com uh, to you know get me a direct message and uh, we can take it from there. All right. I can hear a pen scribbling, so she's writing it down. Yeah, I'm writing it down. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I am. About, baby. I am. Right, hey, do you got any more take or what? Um, no, just you don't have um a program like everybody's doing programs now, like um. King Ashley Ann, she has a pro mm -hmm. like it's all these programs that you, you know what I'm talking about, Tyran. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do you have one of those programs where it's the gradual thing or no? You pretty much do podcasts. When you say programs like a digital course type situation or um or uh, what would that be considered, Tyran? Yeah, it's pretty um, much that. Uh digital, you know, Maurice, the digital yeah. stuff where they break it down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're trying to get something like that, um, that can be part of the relationship. Uh, we focus mostly on managing the money or if you need a financial plan. But, you know, there's nothing you do with us where you feel like, OK, if you don't understand it, we move forward. Um, I'm probably not a part of the digital kind of assets uh, entrepreneur track mainly because I spend most of my day managing money, but I, I get it. I'm not, you know, if I, if I had come to the business today, I probably would have a digital course, you know, but, <laughs> and this is going to sound messed up, but I probably make more money just managing my book mm -hmm. than trying to sell courses. But people who sell courses make a lot of money too. I'm just not there yet. I would have to set, set side of time, set time aside to create it and then market it. And then, you know, all the stuff that's involved with that, and you know you only got so many years <laughs> you know so and so the course i'm on is a bit it's not even that i make more money it's just the short-term risk of doing it i don't want to use my client base but but um but we you know we make sure our clients are, are educated um and so uh 
you know, but I see what these digital entrepreneurs make. You know, mm -hmm. you were talking about them pings. I'm like, man, I don't get no pings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like me either. Like, but, but you know, here's what's crazy on that. So I've been sitting down. I'm sit, I'm literally thinking about doing some of them because mm -hmm. Murray, I am sick of answering my phone for 400 <laughs> people and all 400 got the same question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, I'm finding myself at midnight answering questions, and my wife cussing me out because she thinks it's a woman, and I'm just like, "Hey, man, I <laughs> tell you what, I'm gonna just make a chorus, and I'm gonna put it out there so I can get some peace, and everybody else can get some peace." So yeah, yeah. See, you've got a following, so my following was built, you know, just kind of be, being their advisor. But if I was coming in today, you know, um, I'd do the digital. I've had advisors switch up and do it. Right. Um, it's just you know. Is being true to your pack, you know, is managing money, then it's hard to spend time uh, at this juncture. Now, who's to say in 10 years I might want to do it? Um, right. But uh, it's kind of like when Dave Ramsey went from real estate to being, you know, kind of financial peace university and whatnot. Um, he did it early enough if he, you know, to, to do it. Um, but, uh, but hey, when you do that course, now I'm happy to help get behind something like that and uh, help design it or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, like so. I'm. I'm, I'm seriously uh, trying to do it. I may have to uh, sit and talk with Unique or some of my other friends, but mm -hmm. I am literally serious about doing it. it ain't, it's not even for the, the profit side. Mm -hmm. It's just that the side, because like outside of you, I got mm -hmm. another friend who's, who's a brand attorney. I got another yeah. friend who's a who's a former. He could t like I got so many dope friends. I'm like, you know what? Right. I really need to do a package. I need to do something to get these people the information because. I can tell you what Tyran ain't finna do and keep answering his phone for the rest of the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to have some family time here because nobody taught me. Right. So when, when people hit me up and, oh, man, what's the keys to success? And say, man, mm -hmm. if you see me having it, how about you do what the hell I did? Like, I, nobody <laughs> gave me the keys. I learned the trial and error, but I do want to put together at least a package for them to, to get them on the right thing. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and what's funny about the package thing, I talked about this in my last podcast, is that education now is everywhere. Yeah. So I really struggle with people um, not going to college, but the price tag for college. Mm -hmm. You know, because I mean, mm -hmm. I can literally, I mean, Harvard even has free courses now. So, um, so setting up a course definitely makes sense. Um, and we may look into it. Uh, but I mean, I, so definitely, I think you're on the right track. If they're calling you like that, hey. <laughs> you know, Bro, I'm, so, I'm so sick of it, man. And, and, but here's what's crazy. I still answer my phone, even though my wife is like, you don't have to answer it. I'm like, you know what? I do. Because my five to 10 minutes that I'm going to give them could possibly change their life. So I don't, I don't want to be greedy anymore, but it does get over and over and over mm -hmm. overwhelming. And, and like you say, learning is everywhere. It's all over YouTube. So it's just like most of the time, that's why I point them. But mm -hmm. I know with me and my people, they don't speak some of that language that they speak right. on YouTube. So yeah. I always say I'm I'm that bilingual friends. I could talk sophisticated, educated, or I could talk hood, you know. So so I take that sophisticated, educated stuff, and I go back to the hood and I try to teach my friends. And so far, it's been working with some of them. I I'm gonna say this, and then I shut up. And yesterday was the dopest day I'm gonna say that I probably had in a long time because. Even when we bought this house, which is we consider our dream house, when I got out back, man, I sat out back and I cried because it was just tears of joy from all of the blood, sweat, and tears we put in this. I cried. But the tears I shed yesterday had no weight 
on it because those tears were from people calling me saying, man, I was able to feed my baby because you gave me guidance on investing. And yeah. Me, that, that bro, that told me up because it was like, man, somebody was able to put food on their table because of me. So that's what got me to going, okay, I'm going to go harder. I'm going to go harder. Dude. And I'm going I'm to get all of this. So that's, that's what kind of sparked me to want to do the, you know, try to get a course and stuff together. So Tink, I'm saying all that to say, you may not have it now, but I'm, 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 I'm trying. Because my whole goal is to teach my friends back at home in the hood how to get out of that rut. It's not hard. It's definitely, not. definitely. I mean, this is the uh, village to raise a child, right? I mean, everybody's got a following. Even the people that are following you have, have their own following. Like, we know that because everybody's got 500 friends on Facebook. Or <laughs> right. And so, you know, and so I think you should definitely do it, um, you know. And uh, the people that were my first clients would be people who were calling you. Like, you know, I, you put yourself out there as one way and then you, you feed your tribe or your flock, if you will, and, and conversely, be open to learning things. I mean, I learn things from my client base all the time. So it, it's great. And um, I think you should definitely move forward. I'm, I'm excited to see what that's going to be. Ah, see, you, you sound like Kimmy now. That just sounds like uh, to me. It's more guy, I just want to be retired, brother. But yeah, I, 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 I'm going to do it. So Unique, if you can hear me, I, I, I definitely want to sit with you and see if yeah. we can come up with a plan on that. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, but Tink, is is you got anything else? I really want my sister Gwen. Gwen, I want you to I want you to call and ask some questions. I know you're listening, but I know you got a zillion. Gwen is my sister, bro, and I I, oh, okay. I know some of the questions she she may have. You know, it could change her life. So, uh, Gwen, you might have to get the Pie Bean app if you ain't got it, and click on call mm -hmm. in or something and get us right. But um. Yeah, I would, I would, Maurice. So if I can ask you this, then mm -hmm. if, if for like thinking, even a new investor, uh, maybe they weary about the stock market. And I know we keep touching it, but again, as people come in, I just want to hit it one more time. Just mm -hmm. what would you tell a new investor of invest, you know, about the stock market? Would you tell them, yes, get your ass in it, or eh, maybe, maybe you should do it. <laughs> Definitely get your, <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely get in it. Um, because it's, like I said earlier, it's, it's never been easier to get in. Um, you know, when I, when I came into the market, they were just getting the whole electronic, uh, you know, you know, website, go to this website, open up an account. Um, that was just getting started. Uh, you still have to pay at least $20 to do a trade. So that could be a barrier for most people. You do four or five trades in one month, you've been kicked out, you know, 80 to a hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, but I would definitely, but what, what's unique here is people have to remember the market is just a reflection of the economy and what's going on in the real world. Uh, this reminds me a lot of the 1990s. There's a lot of new inventions floating around, mm -hmm. uh, and I just feel like this is a good time to get invested because we may be on a big run. The 90s were one of the best investing decades ever, and it came on the back of the 80s, which was a pretty good investing decade as well. So I feel like we are at the on the on the cusp of a lot of uh, just new inventions um, that are going to power, uh, you know, wealth, you know, we've re this pandemic has re-engineered how we take in information, what's possible. I think the work week is going to get reduced. Yep. Um, yep. That's going to unlock productivity. I read today that there are more people who have, 
you know, side hustles and they may not all work out, but that's okay because more people are being entrepreneurial. That's right up the wheelhouse for the African-American community. Mm-hmm. I mean, Thanks. we are the masters of creativity. <laughs> you know, like that's, <laughs> man, who sets culture? That's, I mean, that's it. I mean, that's not a, that's not an inflammatory statement. Right. <laughs> you know? so, so, I mean, so it's just like, it, it's just all out there. Like you can do so much. So I, I you want to be investing in that is what I'm getting at. You want to be investing in that. Uh, and so you definitely have to get out there and participate. Once you get that taste, like, because it sounds like that's what happened to you, Tyrant, you're going to be hooked, you know? And, yeah. and you just Straight crack fiend on the stock market. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause, and I guess I guess the biggest thing, so what would your advice be to somebody who thinks they're going to get in the stock market today and be rich next month? I mean, next year. Uh, hey, all about what you start with. If you can double one dollar, that makes you rich. You know, it's all about what you start with. You know, what I, mean? you know? I fucking love like, your mindset, people, bro. You know, that's how I always control expectations. What are you bringing? I mean, because the first thing I start with, if this money doubles, does that, what does that leave you? You know, if if you double a dollar, you know, then that's not going to make you rich. But if you double ten thousand, that's at least a start. So start there. I mean, what are you bringing to the table? You know, and then when you find a good investment. What are you man enough to put in? I, I struggle with my millionaires on that. Millionaires, when they get to a million and they start, you know, pinching pennies on what they invest. I'm like, you putting 10000 in a stock, that's nothing. 10% of your money is 100000 So if you flip 10000 in your million-dollar portfolio, that's nothing. <laughs> you know, so, so if the millionaire got to bring money to the table, the, the guy trying to be a millionaire got to bring some money to the table. Thank so that's... You can you can squash that right now. That ain't on the market. That's on you. Boy, this shit been killing me when they talk to me like, well, I invested uh $25 last week and it's only at 30. Like you. <laughs> hey man, stop calling my goddamn phone with this. Man. It's like, yeah, it's, you're gonna get what you put in. It's just like life. If you put in a, mm-hmm. if you strategically, it's literally chess. If you right. strategically do your homework on these companies, and I and I'm gonna throw one out there, and I'm not a, hey, I'm not a financial advisor, so if y'all take my advice and do it, that's y'all dumbass fault. But <laughs> I, I, on the EV market, I love Tesla. Uh, Tesla is my bread and butter. That that was right. like everything. So that was my first investment. And me and you have talked about this many a times, but you know, you know, I I, I invested a thousand dollars. That. That thousand dollars in the Tesla over what I think three years or something got me eight thousand dollars. Yeah, you know. And yeah. Then, so yeah, that's that's how I think I got hooked because I started investing and then next thing you know, uh, I was acting and I know my dog from the bar because my brother coming in. But anyway, I started <laughs> acting. I started doing all this other stuff. I totally forgot I was invested. Right. So when I went back and checked the account, I'm like, oh snap. I didn't start taking my stuff serious until November of last year. <laughs> like literally, I started going hard. I was at about I'm somewhere. I had to look at the numbers, but I'm pretty sure I was like twelve, thirteen thousand, and I'm I'm like, damn, that's good. Mm-hmm. I've like mm-hmm. doubled that in what three to four months. But because I was making strategic moves, I stopped letting my money sit in the bank, and I right. strategically started taking it out bit by bit and putting it into certain companies. So I say that to say. Tesla is, is cool, but I looked at the, the up-and-coming Tesla competitors. Right. So I'm using them as, okay, well, I've done my homework on them. CCIV, NEO, I love them. So yeah. I use them as my new bank, and I'm investing to them now. I'm investing more now than I did into Tesla. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I was saying earlier. I mean, it's a lot of competition out there. Tesla definitely has first mover advantage. 
first brand advantage, but you're now dealing in a, in a world where you have a, a kind of a two person race with China and mm-hmm. America. If you want to call it a race, it's probably just a, a, you know, just a fair competition now. And uh, you've got to respect what, what's coming out of there. Another one is uh, uh, SE, C Unlimited. They're not, uh, they make the batteries. It's either yes. the bat- no, they're yes. gaming. They're gaming, I think. Um, but that's another, that's another China stock or Asian stock that uh, does well. Um, so, yeah, you just got to get out there. And, and, and the thing with the market is because even the, like the millionaire athletes, who, who put money in these businesses and they don't work out if they understood and I'm not dogging athletes, but they get, they go for the flashy business mm-hmm. opportunities and whatnot. You know, you take what you said with Tesla. I mean, these, these guys who are getting, you know, the, the real money, you know, you put, you know, 10% of that guaranteed bonus in, in that Tesla, you know, you probably made what they paid you in the bonus, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and you can, you know, you don't have to start these businesses to make your next million. Once you start getting North of, uh, you know, basically 50 to 100 million. Um, and so right. a lot of times the athletes, when they say, what are you going to do when you retire? They try to, you know, start these businesses and go on TV. You, you can make a few million just in the market with the money you. you got. Uh, you know, so. Boy, you know, it, just cuss, 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 boy. Yeah, I mean, it's, yes. it's the, the it, what, what has to always be understood is the market is the greatest wealth creator in history. Like, don't, this is, you cannot compete against the market. There will be times that real estate will be more appealing, but there's nothing more liquid, more uh, democratized. Um, you know, just you can make money when it falls, make money like you can't make money when your home goes falls in value. There's nothing. You just suck it up. Yeah. You know, they won't. Um, they will. They will give you basically let you borrow against your house. Um but you still got it. Like you can borrow against your account. You can. It's just. It's just crazy what you can do in the market. Yeah, so it's I'm just. Uh, I've been <laughs> learning. Uh, well, I, investing is what I taught myself. Now that I'm right. hanging around these other rich friends that have been, they, you know, and they're trying to get me into learning the options and the puts mm-hmm. and the, yeah. And yeah. I'm just. And that's what they tell me. It's like, say, bro. It's because I was like, I was the same, like, man. But they say the market gonna crash, and it, well, don't you know you can make money when it crash? Okay. Yep. I was like, no, I thought you lose money. No, oh shit, put me on, and, and that's, that, that's how my knowledge started going. So even when I talk to my friends and I ah, stock market is a scam, say, man, well, I tell you what, you're gonna be broke for the rest of your life with that mindset. This is just one. You got three cars in your house. You got seven TVs in your. You not gonna find another avenue to make money? You out your mind, man. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it kills me with that, but yeah, I don't know. But let me make sure I got Ting. I muted her because we could hear the feedback. Uh, yeah. Ting, can you hear me? Was that your uh, last, question? Uh, last question? Yeah, I, I actually just sent the um, email to him, so I'm on. Oh, okay. Cool. Ting don't be Thank wasting time, bro. She do not be wasting time, so I love her for that. Uh, all right, but Ting, you, uh, you sure you're good? Tink? She ain't listening. All right, I just gonna let her know. I was gonna disconnect us so somebody else can come in. Mm-hmm. But uh, if anybody else is in there, if you got the Podbean app, you can call in and you can talk to Maurice Wilson or Wilson Wealth and ask them whatever questions you want because I'm not gonna be able to do it. Brandy, oh, there go my girl Brandy. Brandy, if you got the Podbean app, then just go ahead and call in because I know she been she been roughing me up all week because she wanted to talk to you and she may be on break to do it. So <laughs> I, I don't know, but. 
Yeah, man, I just, okay, she was at work. She late. I just hit the pot, dog. Tinker, you calling me back? Y'all got to work with me, man. I, I'm learning how to work with Pot Maurice. I don't even want to do a fucking podcast, bro. But I got to learn how to work all of this. <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, last week, I just wanted to yeah, so that social media stuff, man, I tell you, it's a, uh, I, either I'm getting older or what, I just like, man, some days I'm like, I don't want to do none of it. I mean, I'll I'll do the content, but everything else involved. <laughs> It's like, yeah, yeah. That, bro. That's why I was telling Kimmy, listen, if I can record and that's all I do, I'm game. Right. You tell me I gotta push a button, I don't want it because now uh, it's work. Man. I don't, yes, I, don't want no yeah. work. I got my wife got a whole honeydew list. I man, I don't want no more. Work. I'm hiring, I'm hiring people to come cut my grass and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a whole nother job. I, I well, definitely can't wait. To get somebody to help me with this stuff. <laughs> uh, all right. We got, I think she calling in now, Brandon. Hold tight. I'm finna bring on another one, Maurice. All right. All right. Can you hear me? Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Brandy, Brandy, can you hear me? Oh, you got to have in headphones. Um, if you don't have on headphones, you're probably going to be hello. muted. There we go. There, we go. there you go, ma'am. How you been? Well, maybe we can't hear because now you done hung up, down, Brandon. <laughs> Don't worry, she's a, she's she's an old head and uh, like me, so probably struggling with fucking big ass buttons. Anyway, come on, call back there, Brandon. I'll um, I'll try to bring you back on so you can ask your question. Uh, let me see, we got uh, Holly Naked Rashad in there. If y'all got any questions, man, if you got the Podbean app, just go to the app. And then you could call in. If you're on the website, you're probably not going to be able to call in. It can only be called in on the app. All right. With that being said, that damn Maurice, uh, it was something <laughs> else I was thinking about while you was talking, and I slipped my mind. I'm trying to see here. Help me out. But either way, um, now let me ask you, uh, what, what do you feel about um, – uh, okay, now nah, she called it. I'm going to forget my question again, but hold on. All right, Brandon, you there? <laughs> Brandon, I'm going to keep doing this with you. <laughs> she done hung up again, so I don't know. Either way. Uh, damn, Marisa was some... Um, oh, crypto. I, what, mm-hmm. What's your stand on crypto? Um, well, I mean... I, let's say it continues to go down. Um the last time it did this, uh, you know, if you can get in on a low, low price, try to hold it because it'll come back. But I don't right. know if we're going, I don't know how low we're going to go um, on this particular rundown. I don't know if it's, I think it's down today. Um, but uh, long term, it's, it's, it's paid off. Uh, I, I look at it like if I had 100 in cash in 2016 uh, and I had 100 in crypto, I'm still ahead of the cash. So. Right. That I look at it like cash. It's like, yep, it's you know, and and so between 2016 and and Christmas 2017, that hundred, I think, went up 20 times, and but then came back down to earth. But between 2016 and now, that hundred is probably sitting at about two to three thousand. So, mm. you know, mm. so if you put a hundred thousand in, you're talking two million. So it's definitely that's the way I look at it. It has not disappointed. What what disappoints people is when they get in too late. So that's right, why I'm right. saying if it's gonna go down, you know, take your take your time and it should 
you know, rebound. They may not rebound for another two years, though. <laughs> right, know? So, right. But take your time and just yeah, it's and and just put you know put the money to work. Um, so, uh, but in terms of its uses and what it's eventually going to be, uh, I I don't know. Um, it's uh, you know it's it's you know I look at it. Does it go up and if it goes up in value, then I, and I can invest in it. Uh, I can't get arrested for it, you know. <laughs> no, nobody's right. shooting. Nobody's shooting at me. So, I'm, so then I, that that makes it a good investment. It's not a scam, um, and it's a little bit easier to handle. And I'm not knocking penny stocks, but when I when I invest in penny stocks, I literally, literally don't know what's going to happen. With, with Bitcoin, I have some idea of what's happening. So, um, so, uh, so that's so I'm I'm pro Bitcoin just in terms of entry point. That's the question. Right. Now, now I dig the bit because um I'm I'm super late to the party by the way with Bitcoin but mm-hmm. uh, the other day I just got in probably earlier this month because I told myself you know what just put something on it you know we mm-hmm. we gonna come back you didn't hearing all the ruckus so mm-hmm. I I opened up Cash App and I went in there and I had a few dollars in there so I put like fifteen well I think at the time I put uh two fifty mm-hmm. put two fifty on Bitcoin and whatever with the, the scuttlebutt happened and then it jumped up and I went back and checked and my two fifty was like almost four hundred. I'm like, oh, yeah. what the hell? So of course, I ran back. So I said, okay, well, this time I'm, I'm going to put a thousand on it. Mm-hmm. And then my, my thousand went to like 15. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, hold on. Mm-hmm. So I had like, I think I had like one or two stocks somewhere on Cash App because I don't really use Cash App for any of my investments and stuff anymore. So mm-hmm. I cashed them in and then put that on Bitcoin and it jumped more. And I'm like, I've literally, I have literally made more money off this quick money. That the yeah. bank has even paid me in a year on my money sitting in there. Yeah. So, uh, so I always tell people, yeah, don't don't break the bank. Only invest what you can lose, of course. But right. you need to have something in some cryptocurrency, whether it's Bitcoin or whatever else you love. But, uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I always tell because I, to my understanding, in some of the news I was reading that I thought they were saying Florida is going to be the first state to start kind of messing with Bitcoin, like paying people, taking payments, they can pay their utilities, stuff like that. Uh, and I thought that was going to be as early as this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bitcoin is what people want marijuana stocks to be. You know, it's something. <laughs> oh, yes. It's you know, say it's it's not illegal, but it's not mainstream. And so they're slowly adopting it. It's going up in value the way you you would expect marijuana to do. And um, now eventually, you know, just like nobody's investing in cigarettes, eventually Bitcoin will just be a a thing. It won't really make a whole lot of money. But for right now. That's what it does. So uh, you know what? Yeah. I, I got to say something on that though, because yeah. I just read an article two days ago. I, I fucking talked to my wife like, "What the hell?" It was talking about uh, some basically some companies coming out. Um, it was talking about the company and their new vape that they have and all of this kind of stuff. But it was saying that whatever this company is is supposed to crash the trillion dollars that tobacco companies were supposed to make this year. And I said a trillion. <laughs> I thought I thought people stopped smoking, <laughs> but apparently not. So, yeah. Oh no. I, well, I, I'm sorry. They, they they make profits. I don't know how how their stock performs. That's what I'm meaning in terms of um, you know, uh, like I don't know. I haven't checked on the tobacco stock in a while. What's that big one in Virginia? I forget. Mm. Right. Right. But uh, I would have to check. But I think because they're Altria now. Right. That's they keep changing their name. Yeah. So Altria is the big one. Um, yeah. M.O. That's their ticker symbol. So, uh, yeah, I just mean, yeah, the tobacco companies make the money just when compared to like the market. Uh, you know, 
it's like they don't have once Bitcoin and marijuana, once they don't have that contraband type, you know, premium to it. Uh, I don't know if the actual stuff goes up. Like I'm looking at Altria and it's, you know, I think they used to be what were they? That was the other name. I forget. Uh, they were a company, but you know, their stocks in the toilet. Not today, just over the last five years. It's right. just, uh, right. you know, it's just not a high performer. Um, mainly because you got to think of the the market. Like the market is not expanding like it did back right. in, you know, the old old day. I watched like a lot of Turner Classic movies. Um, and you know, them people lighten up like, you know, like they can't get. I mean, just just. I mean, they don't even finish smoking a cigarette, boy. They throw it in the ground and, and get another one. Right. <laughs> you know, like, dude, like, like you imagine, like throwing away your courses or your 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 product and buying another one. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you standing there looking like what the hell? But I'm yeah. to do it. But basically, <laughs> all right. Let me see. I got a question from here. Holly naked. Is it important to know how to clean a company's balance sheet, or or does it matter? That's the question. And she's to read it. She meant is that what she meant, or uh... I don't know. Is it important? Let me see. Let me make sure I'm reading it right. Is it important to know how to clean a company's balance sheet, or it doesn't matter? Yeah, I think it's just anything with the balance sheet. That's what we call a fundamental analysis, where you're looking at the company and how it operates and whatnot. So it's important, but then it can be not important at the same time. The market, like we're doing an episode on this called on the Wilson Wells Show. I think in April, but we're going to talk about why does a, why does a stock keep going up if the company don't make money, right? You know, that's mm -hmm. Amazon, right? right? And so sometimes you can know the balance sheet uh, and they can have a bad balance sheet. Like they don't make any money. So WeWork was like that. WeWork didn't make any money, but people were, were chomping at the bit to buy that stock. And then eventually the company just couldn't make it to the finish line. They collapsed. Mm -hmm. Um they're still out there, but they didn't want to take it public. Now it will go public eventually. What you're buying in a stock is it is the growth potential. That's what people are paying for. You're thinking, I want to buy, you know, for us in North Carolina, Krispy Kreme. Like you go back to mid 1900s, there's this great donut store, and it's like, man, that store is gonna, you know, have 20 locations a year from now. Right. And they said, we're we are gonna have 20 locations. You you want to own a piece of the store? Yeah. OK. So then. But our balance sheet sucks. Why? Because we're expanding. We're taking on all this debt. Uh, you know, we, we don't really have a lot of assets against it, but they're lending to us. Why? Because we got a great product. And so the growth potential is what can make the balance sheet irrelevant. Um, you take Tesla. They still don't have a ton of cars on the road, but the stock is going up as if you know, like, like they're just you know selling out every time yeah. they open their doors. Mm -hmm. So that's. It's the growth potential. Um, right. And so uh, now when the balance sheet becomes important, not to overload it, is when it becomes when that company stops growing and becomes what we call a value stock where you're, you know, you're getting at, at a good price relative to what it's going to do. And so um, that's when it becomes important. So, OK. All right. Mm -hmm. Let me see. Not now. OK, I'm going to ask her a question. This is Brandon. She was trying to call in. It didn't work. So. I have no experience in investing. Uh, I have downloaded multiple investing apps, but it can be overwhelming, which is true. I know mm -hmm. I can invest a few hundred dollars a month. Where should I start? Uh, definitely. So what I always do is run down a, a person shopping. So you tell me the last, just try to remember the last 10 things you bought. 
mm-hmm. and the next thing, 10 things you plan to buy and we can find your investments. No. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Most mean, people, it's going to be Amazon, you know? Right, right. Yeah, it's going to be Amazon. Yeah. So then you go, okay, did you drive somewhere today? Where did you get gas from? So you can, you know, we can we can work some Exxon in there if you want to do that. Mm-hmm. Or uh, if you stop by Target, you know, did you get McDonald's? Did you get, um, you know, uh, you go by Chipotle? Did you do right. Shake Shack? So once you get that done, you got your investing list. That goes back to what I was saying earlier, understanding how a company makes money. Um, you know, and then from there, as I've always said, the market will let you know. <laughs> Whether or not you made a mistake, like like this ain't like everything else in, in the like. There's no debate. There's no conservative liberal. You know, there's not bias. It's like, hey man, that's losing money. Yeah, fucking black and right. Well, well basically, red. dude, I, I love it. <laughs> red in the streets, as we say. So basically. Uh, Okay, so let me ask you this then. So for the newbie investors that don't know too much of nothing, because see, now this part I don't even know about, but ETFs, is that a mm-hmm. safe, safer bet for them or no? So I would say in this market, it's safe. Safe is not usually good in the stock market because you, you know the market basically rewards risk right. to a certain level. Thanks. But ETFs work in this environment because we have so much new technology on the table that you wouldn't be wrong to get an ETF to kind of get your exposure. So uh, so for these uh, auto stocks or these um, or you know, electric vehicle stocks or we're getting into a lot of different healthcare innovations and whatnot, you can find some good exchange traded funds. And, and all they are are just baskets of stocks that you can get uh, for pennies on the dollar. So for one dollar, you can get exposure to 25 different stocks in a particular area of the market. Um, Now, as I said, you know, on the last time we talked, um, you can definitely create your own kind of ETF. And we might talk about that in your course. You know, I don't want to overload them. But but yeah, ETFs are not bad. Uh, Just they won't make you rich if you're trying to get rich, but they're a good place to start. Right. Would no? Would it be because I tell people, me personally, I would I I try to have multiple accounts, not multiple mm-hmm. accounts for myself, but mm-hmm. at the time anyway, I had account for myself, I had account for my kids, you know, different ones, and I try to tell them, hey, it, it ain't about you right now. You mm-hmm. pick something that you feel. Let's just say if Coca Cola was just starting, and you felt okay, that's a, that's a company to put money into because that's going to be for your kids' college. You know, yes. that's going to be for your kids somehow. It's it's either going to pay for it or it's going to help you. So right. do not look at the stock market and, and any anybody that's even listening right now, I'll be the first to tell you, if you came here to listen because you want to learn how to get rich next year, don't follow me. You need to go follow Maurice because I ain't got shit for you. you know <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to tell you the safe way. Now, when you start learning how to do uh, what's them puts and options, and that's going to be on you. But yeah, the market, the market, man. So, I mean, like you said, you got ETS for, for the newbies, but. I don't think people should come in balls to the wall. Let's say even Amazon. So if I'm a new investor, well, and let's just say if I'm on one with, with fractional shares, it is a smart investment. But if I'm on one without fractional sh- shares, as a new invest- investor, would you recommend them even trying to touch something like an Amazon or would you tell them to stay away? Uh, definitely stay away because they, they don't have that fractional shares. They, they're, they're gonna, that's $3,000, you know, $3,100 that you 
have out there um, that, you know, uh, if it goes down, um, your money's kind of tied up. So uh, now if they got if they got the fractional, hey, instead of putting thirty one hundred in, put thirty one dollars in. Um, but yeah, I would definitely, um, you know, uh, stick with uh, if I'm a, if I can't do fractional, stick with. You know, you might have to go ETFs. Although, if you can't do fractional, you probably probably need to change your uh, your broker. To be, to be totally right, honest with right. you, like you know, it'd be like uh, you know, CDs coming out and you still running around with the with the double cassette player. <laughs> um, you know, it's cool. You know, it looked good in school days. Or uh, do the right thing, but it's time to move on. And yeah, so, um, you know, times yeah. have changed, homie. Oh man! And see, that's what you just brought up. Though, is again, man. I just I remember. See, I remember those days. You know. So let's just go with Google. Like when Google came out and it was trading at about 300, me and the guy that, you know, runs the office I was in, we were like, man, should we buy it? It was the price tag. Knowing that we had to put 300 in kept Mm -hmm. us out. Mm -hmm. But man, if I could have said, I don't know, and put 100 (laughs) in, I mean, Google never looked back when it got to 300. I mean, now it's a, it's a, it's, they split, but it's a 32, $3,300 stock right now. I mean, that's, that's thirty-two fold on a hundred dollar investment, and that was 05. That wasn't that long ago, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, I mean, so yeah, I mean, fractional shares are just going to revolution. I mean, they may have to take it away. It's so it's so great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think even like you said in the last sh- in the last show, they take away fractional shares. I'm going to the Capitol building. Man. <laughs> hey, man, I, you know what, dude? Now that yes, I'm going to the Capitol. Like, yeah, I, that is worth rioting the Capitol. Yes. Yeah, now I'm so, a ride for that one. Yeah, I ain't doing yeah, this other yeah. stuff, but yeah, yeah fractional yeah. shares is the best thing. And see, Cash App for a lot. That's why I tell a lot of people use Cash App until you know what you're doing because you can do fifty, you can do five. Mm-hmm. So even if even if you lost, t- for me anyway, I look at what I blow in the weekend sometimes. Right, right. So <laughs> it, so that's why when the stock market fall, I'm damn, I lost four hundred dollars. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. trip because I go party off four hundred dollars, you know, and I right. definitely don't get that back. At least in the market, that's a strong chance this gonna bust back and give me like eight hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And again, mm-hmm. I'm gonna use my same story when I bought in on Tesla. For the ones that haven't heard the story, it was three hundred dollars. <laughs> it was literally three hundred dollars. I bought three shares. It was $1,000. I think a month or two later, Elon Musk went on the Joe Rogan podcast, smoked a little weed. The whole nation went batshit crazy and started selling their stock. Now, I didn't know. I did not know then what I know now. I, I would have known that that was actually a good thing because I bought mm-hmm. in at 300 Tesla dropped all the way to like one and some change. Mm-hmm. Had mm-hmm. I known what the hell I know now, I would have ran a bank up on Tesla. <laughs> that was God's way of saying, hey, dummy, here you go. And I say that because it wasn't that Elon Musk had, you know, uh, maybe did something wrong in the company. Maybe they was stealing people money. It was nothing. The company was still great. The mm-hmm. nation just tripped because he smoked weed. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, yeah. well, now that I know this, I'm like, hey, you know what? Now, when company stocks start dropping, I look at, hey, did they do something wrong? His car is breaking down. And Oh no! It you know uh, these hedge funds took the money out and everybody panicked. <laughs> oh cool! I'm gonna go buy some money. <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna go buy yeah. some money. Yeah, I mean you know you make money when the market goes on sale. I mean, that's, yes. that's the uh, that's yes. the greatest. Um, yes. The greatest thing. It's 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 why it's the greatest wealth creator. You know you're getting and and really it's wealth redistribution because the people who wrote it up, don't want to write it down. So they're going to start mm-hmm. giving their shares back to the market mm-hmm. and you can pick them up. It's just, uh, that's, it's awesome. Man, 
I when I tell you I watch Warren Buffett, man, I can almost watch Warren Buffett fart and I'm gonna be alive. I'm, I'm gonna be amused. Like Warren Buffett, if he's the richest man in the world and he's all over YouTube telling you what he do, why in the hell is people you know asking me? And I listen to the richest man in the world. And that dude says to this day he still reads. He said, and he got me rethinking my portfolio, by the way. Mm-hmm. It was Warren Buffett say he looks at about three to four companies and that's all he messed with, sometimes only one. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so for me, and I'm saying this for any new investors out there, I'm pretty sure y'all just like me be getting these text messages from people going, oh, check this out. And check. Me personally, it's, it's like do your homework on that company before yeah. you start buying into it. Because if the richest man in the world is saying that this is the process he do for any stock before he buy into it, you might want to mirror what he does. Right. At least, at least that's my two cent to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that and that is the so that is the downside to fractional is that um, because you can get into almost anything now, um, everything is on the table, and you do have to be very um, intentional. Um, I actually, uh, you know, I, and this is why I keep most of my analysis and my universe, if you will, very small because. It's not what you buy all the time. It's how much you're willing to put in it. And if you've right. always got 20 ideas in your head, uh, you're going to uh, always be thinking, I don't want to put all my money in this particular stock. Mm-hmm. And so, but you need to think like, a, like don't think like a, a billionaire because that's, you know, invest like a billionaire. All your richest people own like two stocks. Like Tesla is Elon Musk. I would imagine most of his portfolio minus what he keeps buried somewhere you know you can't yeah you know now i guess and that's been my thing so that like so that should be part of people's homework when they research and i don't know if they you know if it's certain places they could go but see if that ceo has a lot of shares yeah like if he don't have a lot of shares then why would you get a lot of shares like so does that make sense yeah 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 okay all right yeah no no i'm saying that makes sense that makes total sense yeah yeah i mean yeah yeah, i mean i the holy grail of investing is all your money's in one stock. I mean, that's really so. This is something that I debate with. I'll tell people, particularly when I was like maybe five to seven years of my career. You know, and this environment doesn't doesn't make it easy. But you got to think: when I buy another stock, what am I really saying? Oh, I'm saying I have to be saying something like this: this other investment must. It, 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 it's probably going to make more money than the investment I got because I'm not buying it to make less money than the <laughs> right. investment I already have, right? So, right? so when you have more than one stock, that's really what you're saying, but that's not what people are saying, right? They're buying that other stock for a host of reasons. Some people call it diversification. Some people just want to see what else is going on. And that is what starts to dilute the investment. You are really working down to one investment because Somebody else may have an investment that performs better, but they didn't put all their money into it. And that's the difference. If I, mm-hmm. if I, if I put my entire net worth in Tesla when you did, and it goes up eightfold, I'm done. Lights out, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about Bitcoin. Okay, I'll throw some money at Bitcoin, but I just right. had an eightfold return, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so versus if I put 10% in Tesla, well, then I have an eightfold return on 10%. Mm. I dig you. Am I losing? Yeah, so um so anyway, that's kind of what I try to get my, my, my millionaires to get to. I'm like, man, if we could just get you in, 
that's the holy grail. It's just it's tough getting there though. It's tough mm-hmm. getting there. That's um, fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me see. Uh, have any one of y'all used swing trading? If so, would you would you say it can be risky? I I, I shit anything is risky. So yeah, yeah. but yeah. what what now swing trading? Now I would say this. I kind of do swing trading sometimes. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll yeah. do it every now and then. And for those that don't know, like swing trading, and Maurice, correct me if I'm wrong, is just you trade some days. You don't trade every day like a normal trader. You trade maybe once a month, you know, once two weeks or something. Is that correct? You know what? I don't do a lot of swing, uh, what, you know, what they might call swing trading, but you're not off. Um, I am not a big trader because I just believe that going back to one truth, like there's a low price for a stock that mm-hmm. kind of sets the stage, right? <laughs> you know, so, right. so you can trade around it, but if you're trying to get like, it depends on your objective. If it's profits, then yeah, swing swing trade away. If it's wealth, you know, you probably don't want to touch it too much after you get set. Um, mm. Because it's kind of like if you find a house that's perfect for you, you wouldn't flip it the next day, right? <laughs> you know, like, right, right. Like so there is an absolute great time to buy any stock, and that's the lowest price it ever had. <laughs> you know, so, that's fact. so if you can get Tesla or McDonald's in 1975, or probably by proxy Tesla in 2008, then you're winning. <laughs> you know, oh, um, boy, what you talking about? Your portfolio is like soap. The more you touch it, the less of it it is. Like you want to kind of like get that thing locked in. This takes me back to my one stock theory. Like after a while, you want to settle in. So we're building positions in Tesla across the platform. Like it's mm-hmm. one of the few we're going to hold. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, swing trading is sexy, but you know, um, um, and it's fine right now. Do everything right now, but as you right. start to build your wealth, you know, you're going to get away from it. Right. Um, yeah. This, I, I guess I agree because I'm I'm still trying to learn. But um, as I tell people, man, just lock down investing first. Before you you get into trading, you get into swing trading, you get into options, put lock down just simple research on investing. You know, use the tools that's out there. Because even when people tell me, well, the market going to crash, you know, it's tools out there that and, and websites out there that can pretty much tell you everything that's going to go on. Right. They're going to tell you when the stock is due to drop. <laughs> you know? And I, I know for one that I use, I think it's stockchart.com. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I'll use that. So even now when people send me stocks and they oh, hurry up and get on. I go, I go put the stock in there. And I think, mm. uh, what is the RSI? If the, RF, if the RSI mm. tell me it's too high and stuff, I don't get in. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mm-hmm. I don't get in. So I tell, learn how to read that RSI. Learn how to read these stock charts because it could save you a lot of heartache. Because uh, I, I was doing it. When people send me stuff, Ty, get into this. They say it's going to blow. I, Shit, bet. Okay. And I know <laughs> that that's, I know that it's a no-no. I know it's a no-no, but I still did it. Right. It wasn't until I started using that that uh, the stock charts and stuff, and I go look at the RSI like uh, that bit's too hot, bro. It's finna drop. So oh, yeah, that's like that Bitcoin. Like Bitcoin's recent decline, um, and it's by no means over, but in terms of, but I mean, it was too much chatter. Uh, you know, Musk, Visa, I think Mastercard. Uh, mm-hmm. one, one company was converting its entire balance sheet. I'm like. That's not how the stock market works. The stock market works in a contrarian manner. Um, So if everybody's talking about it, it's almost a sure bet that it's going to take a breather. Um, (laughs) Now, it'll take a while to get there, but it will Mm -hmm. come, you know. And so uh, so when everybody's talking about this stuff, um, 
you can still go in there, just go in there very lightly. Um, right, right. But um, but yeah, this uh, this this recent Bitcoin run, I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, everybody, everybody's yeah. leading with it. <laughs> and honestly, so here's I I saw that run go, and I'm like, man, you know what? I really don't want to jump on it. But it wasn't until like it wasn't even the Elon Musk thing. It was more when they start talking about. You know, Florida was going to be accepting bills. And then when they paid their football play in Bitcoin, I said, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on, son of a bitch. <laughs> you got my attention now. Because for me, for me anyway, and I'm looking into the future, I feel that that was, I don't know. And you correct me if I'm wrong. I feel that that, that was the biggest fucking boss move ever to be made. But to, uh... to, when he took half of his pay in Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. Now, which player did it? Which player did it? Uh, it's I don't I have him in a phone. I I know it's it's a black guy because they were saying okay. he he's gonna be worth more than uh at least when it was up that day anyway he was yeah. worth more than Patrick Mahomes. Uh, just yeah, off of, huh? <laughs> yeah, he was saying like he was just gonna basically be he he was the richest player in the NFL that nobody ever heard of because he took half his stuff at Bitcoin and all the Bitcoin was at like five what fifty thousand dollars a coin and I forget how many he got. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, right now he may look like a fool, but you know what I'm saying? Let's say come next year because they predicted, what, you know, Bitcoin this, and it's going to go back and forth, of course. But just like 10 years ago, whenever, when they kept saying Bitcoin was fake, it was this. Now look at it. Yeah. It's the same I say with Dodgecoin. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a stupid coin. It's for jokes. I put $400 in the Dodgecoin and that shit got me a couple thousand. I don't give a yeah. damn what kind of joke it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing to the bank, bitch. So yeah. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Now, mean, the long term the long term appreciation in Bitcoin is, is is concrete. That that is not a fad. Right. Um, it, it's right. up. You know, so yeah. I mean Bitcoin is everything people want penny stocks to be. It is everything, and then it's it's got credibility. These penny mm. stocks are all over the place. <laughs> you know, cool. um, you know, Bitcoin matter of fact, real deal. Mm-hmm. matter of fact, can you? Okay, she said, was Russell Russell Kong thirty uh, k in Bitcoin? Thank you, I appreciate that. Uh, okay. Um, okay. So let, let let me just say this too. So for if it's new, any new investors out there, Maurice, because you mentioned, I don't know if you can talk about it, but you mentioned before that it was a reason to stay away from penny coins. I mean, I'm sorry, penny stocks. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, it's just liquidity. Can you elaborate you know. on that? Yeah, it's liquidity. Penny stocks don't, you know, penny stocks trade. Anybody been to like a a, a black college homecoming? If you buy something on the street, all sales are final, right? You, you, know, you can't, you, know, you can't really, you can't really take your stuff back, right? You know. So in penny stocks, and and they're like that because it's there's not a, a liquid market for it. That guy's trying to clear out his inventory. And it's probably not the best analogy, but I'm trying to show that that's different than when you go to Target or Walmart or Amazon. You can you can do returns. Mm. So penny stocks trade on a different a different like market than the mainstream stocks. So you can get in, but sometimes if you really need to get out, you can't get out as quickly as you want. You know, it's hard to bring that stock back and sell it to somebody. Um, in the major exchanges, like when you see people on TV yelling, "Hey, buy buy this, buy that." That's what we call an, you know, a major stock exchange. Their job is to keep the market liquid. Um, and that's why when the GameStop thing happened, they had to halt trading because they were having problems keeping that market uh, liquid. So penny stocks are great. It's just if you need to get out, keep in mind you may not be able to get out as quickly as you want. 
And the longer you're waiting to get out, if the market's going down, you're losing money. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, so just, uh, uh, yeah. I learned the hard way because my ass didn't know no better. And I bought a whole bunch of penny stocks. I'm like, why the fuck is my portfolio going down every day? <laughs> and I look at my penny stocks like, you dirty son of a bitch. <laughs> so I say that to say because that's honestly, man, somebody can stop you from making an expensive mistake. But nobody can stop you from making a mistake. You're going to make mistakes. Yes. Oh, yeah. You're going to make mistakes in the stock market, but those are lessons. You just want to make sure you ain't learning a valuable lesson like my monkey ass did. So <laughs> even, even even on some of the penny stocks, when they went up, like I had mm -hmm. one, that it finally broke like I think a dollar, and it oh, went to like a dollar oh five, and I should have sold, but I didn't know. I held. It went back down to like 20 cents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anybody that's buying a pit a, a penny stock, I I you know, what you should do, you know, they, they have the charts right there. Click MAX on your chart, max, and you'll see the future from the past. It'll have a big spike, it'll come back down, and it'll be flat for years. So right. so, so when you get that hit on that penny stock, cash out. Yeah, that, <laughs> so, I know that boy, let me tell you, it can go. It can only go to 30 cent more. I'm gone. I'm getting rid of that crap, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you, you hit that one on the head. Um, let me see. Now, uh, I think Linnell had another question. Somebody has something about airlines and stuff. Um, and if you will, I'll give my opinion, which is I don't I don't have a problem with investing in the airlines because I feel that we're going to come back. But I think that comes with a lot of research to know, you know, especially now that these vaccines are rolling out, you know, how many people are getting vaccines. Uh, right. If if they're going to get to traveling. So I think it's good for me personally, because I got a crap load of them in my watch list. And then you can set <laughs> notifications that if they rise a certain amount of they fall a certain amount. When mine fall a certain amount, I, I look to buy. When they right. rise a certain amount, if I didn't buy at that point, I just kind of leave them alone. Right. But I don't know. What's what's your pull on them? So the thing with the airlines, uh, there's probably a couple, like you said, that you can still get into. If you're it depends on what you're looking for. So people I did a podcast. So if you go look at my wealth equation, uh, the wealth equation, uh, I have a episode called the, the buy low equation. And I talk about, uh, you know, buying these stocks at severe discounts. And so back then, all those airlines and the cruise ship companies were down like 50, 60 percent. Yes. Sir. So my rationale was that I'm not looking for a full recovery. I'm going to assume they have a, a they'll recover the 50 percent of where they were before. Mm -hmm. And then take a long time to recover all the way back. But you had to get in to get what you what people want. People are buying these stocks expecting big returns. To get those big right. returns, you need to get in back then. I think right. now some of the easy money's been made. And so now you do have to do what you're doing, be more particular. Uh, I like Delta Airlines. I am biased, but I think they're one of the better operators. Uh, yes, and then I like Southwest. Uh, United and American are largely a toss-up to me, um, and then uh, I've had some success with JetBlue. But if you're looking for that gangbanger success, I think if that's the right, I'm sorry, uh, gangbusters. Excuse me, gangbusters. You ain't so gotta be politically correct. These motherfuckers cuss more than us, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that that window might have passed. Now the cruise the cruise lines still may be able to give you 
that upside you're looking for. They, they're they're going to struggle for a second, right? Um, to come back, but uh, yeah, not I have in because uh, you you kind of hit that on the head. I'm big Delta fan. Like I uh-huh. I love to fly Delta. I don't care where I'm going. Uh-huh. So. I, I invested into them, and now I will say with Delta being so low, because that's what I do. I look at the charts. I see where I look back to like five years myself. Mm-hmm. I like to see where they were when the nation was cool, and mm-hmm. you know, I like last year. Everybody, everybody in the world pretty much tanked, so we knew that was due to COVID. It wasn't due to any of their internal operations. You know, planes wasn't crashing and none of that. It was just COVID hit. Right. So I bought in on Delta, like, cool. I went on a cruise. I love Carnival. So I came back, you know, I bought in on Carnival. But right. I'm not going, like, buy heavy on all of them because it's like, eh, <laughs> yeah, we still got to get through this. You know, you got people that want the vaccine. People don't want the vaccine. So we, we got to get through that that process for me anyway first to start buying heavy into any airlines or anything. Definitely. definitely. And, they, and they aren't necessarily the growers. You know, compared to what's on the market, that's the beauty of the stock market. You can, you know, you can look and say, okay, what's going to be leading the growth? And I think that uh, you're in a, you have a compelling reason to get in to some different areas of the market uh, right now. So, uh, so yeah. Okay. But hey, every day is a new day. I might be wrong. Every, every <laughs> damn day is a new day. Let me see. Uh, this is from Gwen. How do you know where to look in order to learn about a company you're interested in? Some sites are based off of opinions and not facts. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, depending on what you're looking for, uh, you can always go to a company's website and they have an investor relations mm-hmm. button. Mm-hmm. Typically, at the bottom. The bottom yep. And you can get everything you're looking for. Of course, you know, if they write a report, it may be biased, but they, they have sh- the transcripts from their shareholder meetings. That's mm-hmm. very helpful. Um, and so that's one place to go if you're looking for, I guess, you know, unbiased. And then what I do with the biased stuff is I just find bull, you know, the bull and the bear argument. And, uh, you know, you one guy, like you take DoorDash, like Motley Bull was like, hey, DoorDash is going to suck. <laughs> you know, and, then, and, I, and like going back to that one truth, I'm like, well, I heard that. And yep. then I had clients buy DoorDash and they were making money. So it's like, hey, you know, opinions and opinion. But opinions yeah. are that's that's man, them <laughs> people that be giving that crap on articles on TV, they bought as smart as half of us. You know, they yeah. they they just done they've done it for so long that you probably take their words, but we they can be drunks or something for all we know and just giving us opinion. So I tell people the same thing, man. I always tell them do at least three sites, like look at that company mm-hmm. site. Then you look at maybe maybe some Bloomberg or something, and then you find somewhere else. And if two out of the three are four, I, I kind of use the ratio of that. You know, if you do five and three out of five is good, then cool. Definitely. Definitely. So, Definitely. All right. Uh, Maria, because I showed, man, I know you got money to make. I've just been trying to get everybody to – I guess everybody's scared to call in or something, man. They just they, – they sending a few questions, but – that's been great. I mean, financial advisors are used to this type of. Uh, nah, sometimes you get a lot of people. I've had some rapid fire events, but you know, in general, it's the eighty twenty rule hold, holds. Uh, you know, there's it's like everything else. Uh, so, so it's all good, man. Well, I I, I sure appreciate it, man. I don't I I don't even know how to thank you, bro. So I, I guess once we. Once we tap into this multi-million, I'm gonna be uh I don't know, I buy your boat or something, man. I'm I gotta <laughs> it might be a it might be more of a canoe, 
but at least it'll flow. <laughs> I just appreciate nah. you coming back, man, and talking to my people and, and giving them. Uh, uh, fuck, man, you just don't understand, man. This, this, this is good to me because I know it's at least one person now that can take some of what you gave and start applying it and making, making money and they can feed their family or they could help with a college. They can do something. So for me, this man, I, I don't even give a shit about money. This is my biggest payment right here. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, being a service to people is definitely its own reward. And, uh, you know, I fully believe that the more of us that are out there, um, you know, spreading the information and whatnot, the, the more uh, possibility or the, the greater chance that we're going to build wealth and, and uh, just make up for all of the stuff that was stolen and just a lost time so man so, yeah. yeah they boy <laughs> man maurice i'm gonna keep saying it probably till i fucking hang up man just thank you bro <laughs> like, from the bottom of my goddamn heart thank you man yes this this is this is something else and i know um, i i really man please plug your shows again plug your business plug everything be, before oh. i get you out of here okay definitely so the website is wilsonwealth.com and our two podcasts are The Wilson Wealth Show and okay. The Wealth Equation. It's on uh, pod, you know, Apple Podcasts, uh, Podbean, uh, Google Podcasts. Um, also, all of our podcast episodes are in our blog section right now on our website. And then uh, social media properties, you know, Instagram at Wilson Wealth, Facebook, you know, slash Wilson Wealth, uh, Twitter, you know, it's a Wilson Wealth, and uh, you can find us on LinkedIn, uh, Wilson Wealth. So we've got that in the lockdown. Uh, and so, um, yeah, so we're, we're definitely here and uh, looking forward to working with folks. Just tell us you came from Tyran or beer with the vet, beer talk with the vet, and we're. Uh, We'll, we'll take you in. <laughs> oh, man, you go, boy, you're going to make me cry, boy. You gonna, don't, don't do it to me, man. I, I appreciate that, bro, like on, on 100. Because, like I say, for me to sit out on my deck and have people call and text and, and say that they were able to eat and feed their family from your, your show, Financial Talk, your show. Bro, I literally sat out there and cried just like, damn. Thank you, dude. Mm. Thank you, boy. Cause mm. that's all I've ever wanted to do was just damn. I bet not cry. That's all I ever wanted <laughs> to do was just, was just help my people. Like right. it ain't about the money and none of that shit to me, cause I really don't care about it. It's literally about helping helping them. So yeah. So hopefully they got a little information. They know to stay away from penny stocks and all of this kind of stuff. But uh, man, I wanna I wanna I wanna bring you back. You know maybe. Maybe we could do next month. Maybe we could do once a month, you know, but I'm going to be pinging your goddamn head on, on to get these, um, uh, what am I trying to say? These lessons and stuff built. So, <laughs> yeah, man, it's, thank you, Maurice. God damn it. Uh, no problem. So, no problem. hey, you, you, you go be with the family. I'm going to give a few more minutes to them. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get out of here. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. I'll be hitting you on the phone, man, weekend. and, you know, for anything else that I need. Okay, you got it. You got it. All right, Maurice, be blessed, bro. You too. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, man. That's that's it. I want to say this now, Linnell. I, I see your gifts. I don't even know how to work my goddamn podcast, but I'm gonna take it. The gifts are good. So thank you, baby. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but if I could say anything before I go, man, to y'all, it's just, hey, man, I'm I'm just a dude from the ghetto. 
I am a dude. I still got my ghetto mentality. I'm just older. Um, I still do ghetto shit, everything. So I don't have a master's. I don't have any of that. So I don't want people to be thinking that y'all cannot do or live the way I live. If you're here and you don't know who the hell I am, I'm a 20 year vet. I retired from the Marine Corps. I pursued every goddamn dream I ever wrote down from acting to chefing, uh, be not chefing, becoming a chef and everything. It's not hard. You got to find a vessel. You got to find a vehicle to help you get to your dreams. My vehicle was the military. I utilized them. My recruiter told me, hey, if you make it 20 years, you'll be 38 when you retire. For me, I said, shit, my mom and uncles and them got damn 38. They still working. I don't want to fucking do that. So fuck it. Let's give it a shot. That's how I, I utilized mine. The four years, hey, it was hell. Sure as shit. But living with my mama was hell. I was used to it. So I propel, I utilized the military. There was nothing that the Marine Corps can do to me outside of kill me that my mama didn't already do. So I just had that mentality. I crawled, I grind, I got it. Now that I'm out, I use that same mentality that my parents gave me. Work hard at everything you do. So when I got out and I wanted to act, I didn't even know how to act, y'all. I got on Google, I got on YouTube, and I taught myself. I went to my first edition. It was the worst goddamn edition I ever had. I've never been embarrassed in my life. They laughed in my ass so bad. I said, you know what? I don't ever want to have that feeling again. So I came back and I grind. That was that I studied. I watched Samuel L. Jackson. I watched Will Smith. I watched all of them. And then on the next auditions, I went in. Some I got the part, some I didn't. But the point I'm trying to make is I, I taught myself. Nobody fucking led my hand in any of this. So I'm cool with giving this information, but when people ask me what are the keys, say, man, I, all the best I can tell you is you don't need keys when you the fucking vehicle. You don't need nobody to get you goddamn keys. You get out here, you grind, and you get it. Uh, if you don't know about me, you can look at the story of Life Behind the Beard, me and my bro. We built this company from nothing. We have no fucking clue what we're doing, <laughs> but this company is functioning fully, fully functional to the point that we can almost take our foot off the gas on this. And we don't even know what the fuck we're doing. Half of my friends that are around me are millionaires and none of them got a brick and mortar. Not a fucking one of them got a brick and mortar. All they got is an Apple cell phone or a Google cell phone. That's it. So you got to find an avenue of what you're good at and you maximize that bitch. Whatever maximize is to you, you got to fucking do that. I can't do it for you. Your mama can't do it for you. Warren Buffett can't do it for you. It don't matter. Get out here. Make mistakes. It's nothing, it's nothing fucking wrong with making a mistake. Everybody want to keep telling people nobody's perfect. Well, why is it when you fuck up, you get mad and you quit? It's a, a lesson is a lesson. However the fuck you get it, a lesson is a lesson. My best lessons came from losing money. My best fucking lessons came from losing money. I lost $10,000 in one swipe one swipe that's enough to make somebody want to fold up and drink in a bottle and instead of going back to shoot the motherfucker who took my money i just say you know what i just paid him ten thousand dollars for my freedom so fuck it i gotta start over from scratch if i made ten thousand dollars once i could do it again don't mean i fucking want to but i can so i hope y'all kind of get my point man and because my dm's been blowing up a lot of people been calling and it's not really normal questions to me is how can i get ahead like you Man, I ain't never fucking sat with nobody and, and really gave me anything. Everything was me. And so when people tell us we lucky and we blessed, yeah, I, I agree. We are. We talk to God every night, every morning. So I agree. But that ain't why we here. 
God only rewards his hardest goddamn workers. I hate to put goddamn and God in the same sentence, but I don't pray to who y'all pray to. My God, I like cussing. So the point I'm trying to make is you got to get out and go get it. Just do that for me and we good. Don't 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 keep telling us we blessed. Don't keep telling us we lucky when you don't, you don't see the scrapes and elbows on me and my wife's fucking elbow and, and knees. We got out and get it. We got out to get it. My kids watch us every fucking day. So me, I'm going, my kids are watching me. I want them to know that even in retirement, they dad to go hard. I, there is no finish line in life. When you reach one, that's just more conditioning for the next goddamn race. But you stay getting it. Because when you don't need money, that's when you should be making money. And there's too many avenues to make money off a cell phone. My friends are millionaires from a fucking cell phone, people. So if you're still going to work every day and you're tired and you're stuck in traffic, just know that's your fucking fault. You can literally, you can start a company right now. It's called drop shipping, and I'm gonna get somebody on the school y'all about this. You can do drop shipping, meaning you ain't never goddamn seen the shit that you're selling. You just gotta confirm and make sure that it's good. That's it. Make sure you ain't selling your customers bullshit. Once you do that, and you can run your company and never once even fucking know who's sending it to them. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google dropshipping, and I promise you, you'll probably thank me if you don't know about it. Now, it's some good and bad to everything we do, so you got to weed that shit out yourself. But the point I'm trying to make is you can't convince me that now coming into this new world, we are literally going to have new currency. So if you're still fighting and killing over a dollar, go Google what the value of a dollar is these days. Half of the time, a fucking dollar ain't even worth a dollar. So you're going to work and you telling me for fucking an hour, they're going to give you $10 when a dollar ain't even worth a dollar. So that means that shit, half of your money is probably $8 an hour. Then when you get hit with taxes, you probably fucking $65 an hour. Hey, man, stop, people. I'm just, I'm just, I want to be that, that uncle that I had. And my uncles would fuck me up if I made excuses in life to anything. There was never an excuse. Ah, it's too hard out here. Bitch, you better fucking find the easy way. Yeah, but they don't want to give us a hit. Well, you better fucking go find somebody that will give you a hit because there's no excuses in life. So I may be rambling, but the point I'm trying to make is there is no way that my fucking hood ass, I, my wife still fuss at me for doing hood shit. And we got a lot of fucking money and I still do hood shit. <laughs> so there's no way that my hood ass can be more successful than anybody else out here. You ain't finna fucking convince me of it. I don't care what you do. I grew up in the ghetto too. We went nights with no food. We went nights with no water. I had to walk to certain places. Even as an adult, I had to walk to certain places. I got into fights. Some I won, some I lost. I've been in bad relationships. Some were good, some were fucking bad. Have I had a great marriage? Fuck yeah. Have I fucked up? Fuck yeah. But we make everything work. There is no excuse, y'all. You ain't going to convince me of it. So with that being said, I love y'all real deal. For those that are still listening, thank y'all. I hope y'all learned something. If you don't know, check me and my brother out. It's lifebehindthebeard.co is our website. Um, and I do this for y'all. So if you're an entrepreneur, if you just want to learn about stuff, I literally, as you can see, I have some dope-ass friends. So my goal is to bring them to this website. I mean, not website. Bring them to my podcast. I have no fucking clue how to run this podcast. But my goal is to bring them to this podcast like I did with Maurice and teach y'all. Because if you're an entrepreneur, I hope you know that me with money, if your business isn't protected, I can come take it from you. I can take that business that you worked so hard for. So my next guest, hopefully I can get her on here. Um, but she's a brand attorney. She's the one to help me protect my business. 
So I saw as soon as she helped me protect my business, somebody tried to buy it. So that's how important that trademarking your business, uh, getting patents, getting everything is important. I know in the hood, I never knew about it. But so that's that, man. I really do love y'all. I hope y'all take care. If you know who I am, uh, follow me, Instagram, Beard Talk Vet, um, Facebook, Beard Talk Vet. Uh, obviously, my podcast is Beard Talk with a Vet. Uh, check out my bro, too, man. He's on YouTube, Life Behind the Beard. Uh, we just good dudes, man. We just want to we want to help the black fathers. We want to help the black people. But we know a lot of a lot of kids are lost because they don't have black fathers. And oh, matter of fact, let me speak on this while I go. Please, please talk to your fucking kids, because out here in Atlanta, they're killing kids at a rapid rate just for no fucking reason. They're killing kids at a rapid rate. So that's what kind of got me outraged and saying. People don't need to be talked to nice no more. You motherfuckers need to be talked to like your grandmama would do So when she slap you on the head. So I love y'all, man. Y'all be easy. Bear talk with a vet. We out.